Why Metrics Matter. Are you tired of spinning your wheels, running in circles, trying to make progress with your career in entertainment and the arts? Well, this is the podcast that will change your life. Each week, we'll share strategies and techniques you can use to achieve more by working better and more effectively so you can reach your goals faster without having to work harder. Hi, I'm Gordon Firemark, and this is More Better Faster. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I am very glad to be here today to talk about why metrics matter and actually the big mistake that people are making if they aren't setting some metrics in their life and their business and toward their goals, either not measuring their metrics and not not tracking metrics or choosing the wrong metrics to track. And uh, both of those can be can be bad because it can have the consequence of not having enough points of reference, no indicia of success, and gives you a skewed perception of how you're really doing. It can be both a skewed in, in the positive direction or in the negative. But when you start to measure the metrics, you have some objective criteria to look at that'll help you um, you know, identify areas for improvement, identify um, areas where you're succeeding, what things you can double down on to get better results, all those kinds of things. Anyway, uh, my name is Gordon Firemark. I have been practicing at working in the entertainment industry for about 40 years and nearly 30 of those. I've been a, a lawyer and acting as an advisor and a consultant and helping creative professionals to realize their dreams and achieve more, better, faster. And I've seen what works and I've seen what doesn't. And I've uh, helped a lot of people sort of overcome some of those hurdles. And that's really why I'm here now to do this with you today. You know, Peter Drucker is famous for having saying what's measured improves. And I think that's really true. Now, it's not just that it's measured, but you have to pay attention to the measurement and and you have to, you know, be intentional about improving what you're measuring. Um, measurement metrics give you motivation. It's a diagnostic tool. It can help you um, with uh, um, figuring out you know, where the friction spots in your business or your personal life are. And when used consistently, metrics can help you get the critical information about the health of your business or your enterprise or your career. They can indicate when your practice is strong and growing. They can raise a red flag when something isn't working as it should. And so I can't emphasize enough the importance of of, uh, having some metrics in your business. But you don't want to have so many measurements that it's just a burden and, and it's overwhelming or that it that it has a, a toll on you on a daily basis. So you've got to figure this out and, and be, um, be measured about how you take this on. So what I would suggest is, at least for starters, pick just one or two or maybe three metrics to use in your business and your life. And don't get overwhelmed. Don't, don't choose so many things that you it's overwhelming. And Metrics need to be things that are small and discrete enough that you can measure them frequently, but big enough that they actually do move the needle. You want to choose metrics that you can actually control. Things like actions you take and then the corresponding outcomes from those actions. And I like to, I think it's best to to choose what I would call uh, leading indicators, you know, indicators that that show when this happens, this is you know something's going to happen in the future, rather than following or, or trailing indicators that say, okay, this is is an indicator of something that happened in the past. You want to be f- choosing indicators that are representative of outcomes to expect in the 
um, in the future. Key performance indicators, KPIs is another way people talk about this. And um, uh, you, you want to you know choose them carefully. You want to create some kind of a measurement, and I'll talk about some ideas about these kinds of things in a minute, but you want to create a measurement system or a routine, and you just have to pick a starting point, usually that's a point in time, and record the value of the metric on that day and time, and then choose an interval that you're going to follow up on this, and do it. Schedule that as part of the daily activity, weekly activity, whatever it is, and record the data according to your schedule, according to your plan, and then also schedule periodic reporting and review of those metrics. And it's also a great idea to create some kind of a visual representation of your metric and your measurements. So uh, examples of this might be a thermometer scale or a bar graph or so, a chart of some sort so that you're you're able to track it visually because a lot of us are visual learners or or, or uh, benefit from that extra visual input. And numbers may have less meaning for some people, especially the creative folks, right? The, you know, the difference between 7.1 and 7.3 may not mean much, but when it's on a graph of 1 to 10, that you start to see the, the big differences there um, if, you, if you plot it out correctly. So choosing a visual indicator can be a great uh, tool for... Um, uh, for uh, keeping yourself accountable and on track. All right, so some examples of um, of uh, metrics that you might want to look at. Let's say you're, you've set a goal of weight loss. You want to lose, I don't know, 50 pounds this year. Well, some of the metrics that you can use are, you know, how much do I weigh today, of course, right? And that that's the trailing indicator that I was talking about. The leading indicator might be how many calories are coming in, how much intake am I consuming and what are the calories that I'm burning okay and calories may not be the best way to measure um, uh, weight loss but it's it is a way right uh, maybe another metric is how much water you're consuming right or how much well the, the calories burned is the exercise right and so if you what you, we know is that if you can increase uh, lower the in, incoming calories or increase the the outbound cal the burned calories and up the water intake and those kinds of things. These are things that will move the needle over time. So set the metric of tracking your calories, both in and out, on a regular enough basis that there will be some progression, right? So that would probably be daily, maybe even meal by meal. We know that meal tracking <clears throat> helps a lot in the weight loss area. So that's, that's an example. Uh, strength training. Maybe you measure... Uh, your protein intake or the amount of weight that you're lifting or the resistance that you're um, that you're working against the number of repetitions or the frequency of workouts right eventually the 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 leading indicators will uh, reveal themselves and um, and you can see what works and and increase things in those areas and and uh, improve your results uh, in sales, which is where we see the discussion of metrics, and this is the kind of thing that Peter Drucker was really talking about, there are a number of different things you can measure. You know, num- dollar value of sales per quarter is obviously a, a, a metric, but I think that's a trailing indicator. Um, you know that if you want to make more sales, you have to make more offers. You have to call more leads, right? So uh, in the online business, we talk about traffic and leads and conversions, right? So if you want to increase the number of, of, uh, 
of sales you make, conversions from, from lead to customer, you need to increase the number of leads that you have coming into your pipeline. And that means increasing the amount of traffic to your initial intake or if not traffic, then it's an, an, the amount of prospecting you do. Whatever your particular sales um, uh, workflow is, you need to increase things on the front end. So if you are a, a if you're an outside sales representative for a company, you need to have a certain number of calls per week that you make in order to hit your numbers with the number of of, uh, of leads that become buyers, customers, right? Or the number of your existing customers who increase their order volume, things like that. So you've got to increase the number of calls. Well, that's an easy metric to measure. How many calls did I make on a given work day, right? And if you break that down even further, you can determine how many calls per hour you make. And then you know that if you increase the number of hours you work in a day, you might be able to increase the calls and increase your volume. Or maybe you can just increase the number of calls per hour by eliminating some waste or some some inefficiencies in there. And these are the kinds of things where metrics really help. Uh, other things salespeople might measure is the number of products they have on offer, the, the price per, per uh, transaction, and also the customer lifetime value. Of, uh, of existing customers. So those are kinds of things. If you want to save money, you know, there are a couple of metrics you might look at. The rate of savings, the rate of return on the savings. Maybe you can reduce expense on the front end so you have money to save um, or increase the amount of revenue incoming so that you have money to save without increasing uh, operating costs along with it. Um, and, and one thing that a lot of my folks, uh, my listeners, my, my followers seem to ask about is how can I make more connections, better connections in the industry or with investors and financing and things like that, right? So one way is to ask more people to make introductions, just the number of requests. How many people did you ask to make an introduction this week or this month? Cold calls might be another one, just like the sales representatives. But warm market connections, that is people who already know the people that you want to meet and can introduce you, that's the, the powerful way. So maybe you want to look at <coughs> the number of those kinds of connections that you have, people that you you are already connected to who are influencers, networkers, that kind of thing. And then you can look at the warmth and the connectedness and their willingness to make introductions and the number of introductions they make for you. And then you can steer your energies in the right direction. Likewise, your visibility. Maybe you make your connections by attending networking events and conferences and meetings and being a speaker, those kinds of things. Your visibility. So what's the size of the event, the frequency of the events, the relevance of the events, and you know how often are you doing them? Those kinds of things. Um, in the networking and, and uh, connections game, uh, the number of, of gives, the generosity quotient you could you have could be a factor. So how often are you giving something without expecting necessarily anything in return? Reciprocity is going to happen, but you don't have to necessarily make it a quid pro quo every time you give. How often, how frequent, uh, how relevant are your gives, how sincere do they seem to be, those kinds of things. And referrals is another area, you know, going to events and making contacts and following up and having lunches and all of these things are metrics that you can follow. In the financing and fundraising area, uh, traffic and volume, same thing. How big is the network? How many 
board members, if you're a, a nonprofit, are out there looking, shopping for money, <laughs> finding money, how many finders are out there looking for the right investments and so on, how many prospects are you bringing in, increase that number, the conversion rate to leads is going to go up, how many leads do you have, how many calls, solicitations, pitches, and then how many of them turn into invest- donors and investors. So the leading indicators are how many prospects, or better yet, how many people are going out there shaking the trees trying to find the prospects. So you can do this with anything. Audience growth is another area. So all of these kinds of things. This is examples of the kinds of metrics that are worth measuring. And you just need to pick a goal and think hard about what is it that is a leading indicator for that goal, a key performance indicator for the achievement of that particular objective. And then pick it, schedule it, measure it, record the data, report it, and put it on a chart, something like that. And you will find that over time, your results improve. So so that about does it for this episode of More, Better, Faster. Thank you for being with me. I uh, invite you to join me in the Facebook group where we can have more of this kind of discussion. And uh, you can hit me with your questions and those kinds of things. It's facebook.com slash groups slash More, Better, Faster. And until next time, have a great week. 